Alice, I know this may be a very difficult thing, considering our conversation earlier today, but would you consider taking Maggie's position? Ellen asked, as they took off their aprons and sank into chairs by the fire. You don't have to tell me now, but think about it. You are a very talented cook, and I do believe that you would be happier here than under Mrs. Wainwright. It would be an increase in salary, and you would get your own room and be able to share my parlor. Alice looked at her friend. She was in earnest, and she knew that Ellen was hoping to take someone in the position that could take her own role when she retired. Maggie had been the obvious choice, but she was no longer here. Alice wanted to say she was happy to say yes, that it would be the new challenge she was looking for, but something held her back. I will think about it, she said, but I need time. I know. Alice turned to leave the kitchen and began to head up to her bed. She was more than tired, and she had an early start the next day. But she had barely set foot upon the stair when she heard her friend's voice. She turned. Alice, take this. See if there is anyone that makes your heart leap, Ellen said, as she thrust a copy of the Matrimonial Times at her. If a promotion doesn't get your heart racing, maybe it is a new life altogether that you need. In the privacy of her room, Alice pondered the conversation she had shared with her friend. She had not known just how unhappy she was, how much she felt was missing from her life, until they spoke of it. She reread Maggie's letter, marveling at the joy and happiness she could hear in every word. She didn't envy Maggie her happiness, did not begrudge it her in any way, but she did long to have something of her very own. She picked up the newspaper and began to flick through the advertisements. She didn't think that marriage was the salve for her discomfort, but as Ellen said, it wouldn't hurt her to explore the possibility. Many of the men who were in search of wives seemed good and kind, though it was clear why so many of them had need to advertise. Even in their few words, they came across as coarse and unpleasant. But there were at least half a dozen that she thought could be worth corresponding with. Until she read the last advertisement in the newspaper, it made her laugh. This was a man who knew his imperfections, and who would accept a woman that would have her own, too. She was sure she would like him, and that he was in Montana made her feel reassured. She would have someone to turn to in Maggie, if he turned out to be less than he at first appeared. A gentleman of Montana seeks a wife. I have little to offer, a small farm, and a lot of hard work. The subscriber seeks a woman to talk with, walk with, share and grow with. If you love music, dancing, and can cook and clean, I can offer you nights at the theater, two left feet, and a lot of mess. All responses to be addressed to Box 348, The Matrimonial Times.